Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 67, and we are at the NRA annual convention. 143rd, to be exact. Nine acres of guns and gear. In Indianapolis. Yep. Indiana. Heck yeah. The convention center. I'd ask you what you did with guns, but this is kind of what you did. Yeah, well, actually, this is our first show in, what, two weeks? No. Yeah, well, no, they got part two. I know, but <laughs> since we've actually uh, done the show, since we... Very true. Did the recordings, but... Uh, I need a mouthful I mean, there's of popcorn. A, I've done quite a bit uh, with guns, but this by far, getting ready to come to, to this big... Uh, exhibit and, sure. and show. It's been great. I've been really looking forward to it. I'm glad we're here. Uh, I'm more relaxed than I was last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, because that was our first one, first show of any, you know, this magnitude. You know what's weird? Last year, nobody knew who the hell we were. They still don't. No. <laughs> Isn't dude, that weird? <laughs> I, took, I, took, I took three different pictures from the Miltech booth over here. That's why it took me so long to get back over here. Yeah. People were stopping me. Hey, no, can I get your picture? And nobody yeah. said a word to me. That's because I, you get to blend I took in. The sa- I took the same path that you took. Well, my hair kind of st- – actually, I did have a couple of people recognize me because yeah. of my hair. See, so when I cut my hair, nobody's going to recognize me. I got to stick out like a freaking freaking nature sort of You thumb. love it. <laughs> Squatch man. You freaking eat it up. Squatch I was telling, I was telling uh, another guy that was up here with us um, that uh, I guarantee you, because you know, you're going over there to hang out with the Reaper guys, give them the shirt because yeah. they're going to be on the NRA yeah. show. I said, I guarantee you, he weaseled his way on, and he's on TV right now. No. Nah. <laughs> he's not answering his phone. No, nah, be. He's about an hour ba- behind. Yeah. No, I didn't get on TV. But not to say you won't. You're still opportunity. Hey, we'll try. We'll try to get there. Um, but if you watch our Select Fire show, we had a guest. Uh, was it the first one we did? Second one, wasn't it? Second one, yeah. So with the Number second two. Select Fire we did, named Bon, and he is the founder, owner, awesome soap guy Creator from Fight Soap. Fight Soap. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Glad, glad to be here. Welcome in, awesome. man. Appreciate in very you. rainy Indianapolis. Yes, yeah. rainy and a little chilly. Oh, I just Whoa. Pop- popcorn came flying out of my mouth. Thanks, man. No more popcorn <laughs> for you. You can forget about it. Bon is the the founder creator of Fight Soap. Oh, and we got to give Lone Wolf uh, yes. a shout out. We are at the top of the Lone Wolf Distributors um, booth. display booth again this year, and got kudos the panorama view again to our buddy Zach for yeah, setting that yeah. up for us. And you'll be seeing our review of their uh, Timberwolf here pretty soon. Yeah, once we get yeah. back, and then we're going to have him on a little bit later rest. too, and uh, get everybody caught up on what they got going on. Heck yeah! You say something about breast? You rest, rest. I like breasts. I do too. Breasts are great. They're, they're, they're great. nice. <laughs> and we're not talking about chicken, oh, right? And they come in all shapes and sizes. And they're, they're awesome. Yes. Going Bon, back. we ask questions to everybody. There's like five or six little questions. Oh, boy. Your Here first time on, and you you know, you know missed it because of the select fire. We don't do it on the select fire. But now that you're on the, the, the radio show. The real show. big, the big yeah. show. Uh-huh. The big show. Uh-huh. The big show. You're going to get hit with the questions. You ready? All right. Fire away, sir. How did you originally get into firearms? Ah. Uh, well, through fight soap, actually, um, it was a natural progression. We did a lot of, I did a lot of fighting, martial arts, mm-hmm. you know. And what triggered me to personally get into firearms more was when when I started, when I got married, and when I had a family. So, and I live in Cheshire, Connecticut. Oh, yeah, exactly, the go. Cheshire Mas- Massacre. So I am, I am taking matters in my own hands. Good. So I mean, you know, that's that's. I think that's the spirit of, of two way as well. You know? Are you looking at uh, going to a more uh, freedom loving state at some point? Or are you going to fight that battle there for us? 
well, we'll try fighting it for now. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, family's there. Yeah. But yeah. of gotcha. course, like I've I've been asked that question by so many people already, sure. especially the guys out in Florida. I've mm-hmm. had all my friends out there like, hey, when are you coming to Florida? When are you coming to Florida? It's nice and sunny here, you know. It's all mucky down there. Tennessee. And, you know, Tennessee, hey, Paul. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, I love we, Tennessee, like Chattanooga. No, was in, really no nice. state income tax. That's why a lot of businesses. I am, there. Right. My, I am telling my wife. I'm texting my wife in a few minutes. We are moving out. <laughs> hey, coming to Tennessee. I just paid my taxes. We got mountains. So. We got Beretta, water. Beretta rivers. just moved to Tennessee. Uh-huh. Uh, Volkswagen just moved to Chattanooga. Amazon. Uh, Amazon's there. A lot of big companies awesome. are moving there because of the no well, state income tax thing. Something so. to think We even about. have WalMarts. <laughs> are, are they are they all over though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I don't have to order my They're white like soap online. I'll just drive down there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, no. So yeah, th- that was it. It it was more for like me being able to protect my family. Okay. That that was yeah. the biggest catalyst of them all. We need more people like you to stay in those states that are struggling with this to to be a voice and you know be a backbone for us instead of people just moving away and. Yeah, and you know, I, letting them letting them run them out. Yeah, know. and there are a lot of people like even my even my family in particular, like my brothers-in-law, my, my father-in-law. They they are pro two-way, you know, NRA yeah. members, and we talk about the, the current situation of the state whenever we're you know we, we have family gatherings. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So we know uh, you don't have any military or law enforcement background, nope. but you do have a martial arts background. Yes, sir. So tell us about that. Well, you know, being a small guy, <laughs> you know, I am, and he's smaller than me. There you go. Yep, and I'm a buck twenty, soaking wet. So I have to learn how. He's the to, epitome of Bruce Lee. I have to like learn to, to mess people up if they mess with me. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Got to be able to kick back. But yeah. see, it's always guys like you that I'm afraid of because I'm like those guys have learned well, stuff in there. And, like, and I see guys quiet, unassuming yeah. guys. No, I see guys like you, Zeke, and I'm like I'm staying away. <laughs> the guys probably like seven foot, what three? But like, see, we're two like something. nice, we're gentle giants. Everybody says that. Like Adam, they Beanie. all have weak spots. Fun. You, have you yeah, met the ankles? Have you met the knees, Adam, the knees, backs? <laughs> <laughs> have you met Adam Peeney before? Used to be with LWRC. I, I am looking forward to meeting him. Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we could do an answer awesome. with you. But yeah. uh, he, when he first met me at Shot Show, he's like, I turned around and I wanted to grab my knife and stab you in the face. <laughs> I was like, Why? Why? He's like, because you look like freaking Sasquatch, and I just, I was scared. That's his new nickname, by the way, Squatch. No, Squatch. Yep. Yeah. Squatch. Now it's on the oh, air. God. Yippee. Yep. It's out there for everyone to know. Send in your comments. <laughs> the Squatch. I mean, we should have shirts made. Squatch. The Squatch. Yeah. Talking lead Squatch. Talking lead Squatch. <laughs> the Squatch. Good. Ooh, we could do like a Squatch yeah. walking through the woods with an AK or something. Or you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a picture of you with an AK. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Blur it out like that famous picture. <laughs> well, you know, we had, I did one of those. No, I don't remember. When we were at no, the Talking, talking Lead Ranch. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've got I'll repost it. Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, got, I got to see that. <laughs> we'll I have to put it on Instagram. Because I don't think we had Instagram when we no, did No, we that. didn't have Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it on here. I'll show it to you. Got it. Yeah, um, for, for martial arts. And then it came to a point where, you know, aside from exercise, it, it, was, uh, it was great therapy for me because I was going through depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of the, uh, the things that was suggested that I do. The martial arts? Yeah, just... just just staying busy and mm-hmm. you know from there just it was good it was good for my health and I started be, becoming very competitive sure and that's how I started the business and even that's how I met my wife awesome yeah. through, through martial, martial arts? arts through martial arts through, cool. through Brazilian Jiu Jitsu oh wow is that your that your sole that's, course of study yeah that's like my my main um, art at this point mm-hmm. I've, I've done a lot but I've, I've just like like that 
that particular sport. It's the only one I've really done. I mean, I dabbled with the taekwondo when I was a kid, like every kid does. Yeah, like I did that too. But the, the jujitsu I liked because I know as as weird as this sounds, I was in the class with a bunch of MTSU football players, so that a lot of them were bigger than me, uh-huh. and I learned things that. I could do because of my long, lanky arms and legs that somebody your size couldn't do yep. or somebody muscle-bound couldn't do. Yeah, and exactly. Like, right. that is just lo- looking the at me. The leverage and stuff. Yeah, and <clears throat> I've, I've, you know, I am always the smallest guy mm-hmm. in class. Oh, uh, left hand is just showing me the Sasquatch <laughs> right now, and it's awesome. Thanks. I, I don't delete anything. It. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to repost that photo. <laughs> do a little bit of Photoshop. Was I at least carrying a gun in that picture? No. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, you, your holster's peeking out a little bit. Right oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but, yeah, you were saying there's all the different things you can do. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, when I go into competition, when I go into class, I am always the lightest guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that it it's great that it's that kind of confidence that you have walking around in the world that you're not just going to be, like, thrown around like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? I mean, it, it's fascinating the different things you can do with that art because – one thing I never learned, and I never would have thought this. I mean, you watch a, a UFC match or something, uh-huh. you, you think, oh, I want to be on top, beating the crap out of the guy. I was horrible on top. But in my guard, I was phenomenal. I could do little things underneath Yeah, same the here. Like, I was like, so now if I ever got in a fight, like if we're at a bar tonight and you see me get in a fight, I'm going to my back. And people will look at it like, what the hell? But yeah, I know hell, what right? I'm doing. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, it's kind of wild. And it goes, it's, it's very nice because, like, during my study of the martial arts, I... I came up with this whole thing that jujitsu is like a microcosm of life, you know, especially like my life. When you are like down below, when you have like the weight of the world or like, you know, your opponent on you, Mm -hmm. you just want to give up. Right. You know, you can't breathe, you can't do anything. But the thing is, if you have that knowledge and that kind of like perseverance and even that confidence to know that there is a way out of this, you'll get out of it eventually. Sure. You know, and that's my life in a nutshell. That's awesome. That's why I love it. Physically, but mentally it, it. Yeah. And I like that. It parallel. healed you. Very yeah, and good. even like when I am under pressure, martial arts or anything like even like specific tactical training where you are under very high stress situations, mm-hmm. competition shooting. Yeah, competition yeah. shooting. Like even you know like if you want to do like the whole tactical combat shooting sort of deal, combat focus, combat, combat yeah. focus or whatever. You think much clearer when when you and everything starts to slow down when things start getting hairier when you are under right. stress. That's when you think clearer. That's the mindset that I developed, and I love that. Yeah. It became very useful in life. When it comes to pop culture, whether it's movies, TV shows, books, video games, whatever, if it involves firearms, what's your go-to? Right What's, now? like, your favorite? Oh, my God, a lot. First thing comes to mind. Um, Could be an old, old book, like Jason, old movie. Right now, it's, like, the Jason Statham movies. Oh, yeah. Like the Transporter movies? Yeah, Transporter movies. Like the, the latest one. Like the, no, 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 really. That's like, but they're so know, realistic. Yeah, not that. Yeah. Like the new one, like his newest one was, I, th- I think it was Homefront, I think. Yeah, I've been wanting to see that. Is it good? It was really good. I've seen that one, yeah. Because yeah. it, was, it wasn't like Expendables, like I am not going to get shot, I'm going to shoot shotguns with, you know, my knives. pinky. <laughs> He's pulling knives out of his... Hair, yeah, and his, and arm. Shoot his hair. Yeah. He, Jason Statham is well, his, pulling out his hair. Yeah. His, his bald head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the hair of his ass. <laughs> yeah, you know, like explosions don't phase me. Yeah. Like we are not the getting. The point married. was, he was pulling knives where knives didn't belong. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Well, you know, like yeah, just like the very like, realistic movies are nice. Um, that's because that was like the last movie that that I've watched that actually blew my mind. Did you see Lone Survivor? 
You seen it yet? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Thank you, the Lone Survivor movie. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was at the point of like, even my wife, we were at the point of just like tearing up because it's yeah. like, oh my god, it's like very powerful the way they portray that. Yeah, and it was very accurate, very believable. You know, it was a- that's the point. Like, it was accurate. They had yeah, like yeah. real. They went to great from- lengths to to make it authentic. Yeah, authentic. Yeah. There you yeah. go. That, that's the word that I was looking so yeah. looking for. It. And that was yeah. Even it, by it having great. Marcus in the movie. Yep. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Little, little clips was, of him in there. Yeah, little Easter egg, Marcus in the movie. Yep. Clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your first stop. Clean that up. Has there been a gun, or is there currently a gun in your collection that maybe a little bit of you is ashamed to admit to owning? Not right now. I am proud of all my guns, actually. Good. That's a good man. I'm nice. very proud. Um, some I can't really talk about because mm-hmm. I am in Connecticut. Right. And I'd like to, you know. And you, you're, everything you have we, is we legal. We are staying, yeah, we, it's, it's all legal. That's the thing. But yeah. we'd rather stay, you know, keep everything on the low down key, low and, right. and very low key. You have the yeah. legal stuff for Connecticut. Yes. Everything is, I am compliant. Let's there, you there, you there you go. There you go. Good word. we got to cover your ass. I'm very compliant. <laughs> and speaking of compliant, apparently we can carry here. Really? Because Hank had his on. Oh, I may have to go back and to the hotel. And he showed me a little thing on the website that said that. They're allowing for that, this Yeah, for here. Is it but just for the show or for the stadium? Just for the show. Oh, okay. This, this stadium, because we pulled it up and on the stadium's website, or the convention, convention center, center. Yeah. it says that firearms are not allowed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So NRA but on NRAs, they've got a thing <laughs> that specifically states that this convention here. Well, they're, they're probably like, uh, if you want us to bring our convention, you better. Uh, well, I would hope so. Temporarily remove that. That law. is the power <laughs> of the NRA. I'm still not. Folks. I'm still not going to push it though, because when we came in the back door, I didn't tell you this, did I? Uh-uh. Uh They they said, "Do you got have any? You have guys have any firearms or anything? We need to check your stuff." No, you really are legally, compliant. We are compliant. Well, Just apparently now we are, but I'm not going to risk it. So, <laughs> why are they checking if if they're allowing them? That's what I don't understand. Is there a gun that you may have had at one point that you want to get back that you sold or anything? I actually still have all the guns that I've. Uh, I've nice. Yeah. What about a uh, bucket list gun? Like, what's the next gun that you just? I gotta have that gun. The next gun I buy. Well, I just met uh, the Nemo Arms guys. So, yeah, right over uh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint, Clint's a good guy. You know, he he told me that you know there's gonna be an opportunity for me to, to shoot one of their omens. Oh, nice. So I'm taking up. Uh, cool. Know, I'm taking that that offer up. So sure. you a little 300 Win Mag action. Yeah, hell yeah. I like long. I like I like the long distance shooting. It's fun. Yeah. I yeah. like it. I like to be able to you know touch someone's life. You've got to check this other <laughs> from, booth from over a here distance. from a distance. Uh, tracking point. Okay. Right yeah. Here. You know. Are I, they yeah, over there? Track yeah, point. Yeah, yep. Right there. We got to shoot it at Shot Show, and man, that thing was amazing. I've actually we did we did a thousand yard shot with no effort. (laughs) Right, I shot a three hundred Win Mag. He shot a three three eight Lapua, and I mean our first shots were bang right on, right on the money. I actually have my shell right here. Awesome, brought it with me. Very nice. I'll I'll keep my first shells too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We got we know some guys that can do some cool things with these. Uh, Cantu Bruner makes pens. Yeah, I actually have one of his uh, pens. Yeah, yeah. Dax and is then, a real uh, good guy. Neptune, what is it? Thirty-seven. Neptune thirty-seven. Like I got these dog tags on. I mean, he makes all kinds of stuff out of metal. I follow. Yeah, I think I follow that guy on, follow on Instagram as well. He got the the Monderno. Yeah. yeah. So really I was gonna send it to him and see if, uh, what he might have cool. some ideas on making something out of it. So. Great. So you guys check those pages out. When it comes to fights, so how did you get into that? What what brought that about? How did this come? Up? Well, in general, just to give you guys like a basic. And don't overview. say it was from watching Fight Club. You know what? If I get a dollar <laughs> for every time somebody says that, for every every time that thing gets brought up. 
I wouldn't even be here. I'd be out in Florida just, you know, enjoying. <laughs> you cash in on that alone. You wouldn't even need to make soap. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, so no, no parallels. Yeah, to, no parallels. To You're not making it with human fat or anything. I You're actually not. do the, the asses that I've kicked. Okay, you know? <laughs> there, there you go. go. <laughs> Brazilian into your, jiu-jitsu. Into your matches, you're like, can I please yeah, have some of your ass fat yeah. since I won? They, they, we, we I take a, a pound of your prior. ass, put my soap. <laughs> Personalize it that way. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Just to give you guys a general general overview, um, skin infections. It's a really big thing in in martial arts, even in sports in general. You get ringworm, you get staff, and what. A lot of people don't realize. They just say that, oh, look, it's just a skin infection. It's like a pimple. It'll, you know, it'll go away. It'll go away. Yeah. The thing is, it's very contagious. And something like staff, something like like MRSA, that can kill you. People mm-hmm. can die from blood. Staff, that yeah. shit will kill you. Yeah. If the level of if, if, if infection is just right, yep. it, it's very dangerous. So hygiene products, unfortunately, it wasn't a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something that. You know, I, I wanted to get into. Um, and the other thing was, at that point, when I was training uh, martial arts, I um, I was doing martial arts to, to fight depression. I was a suicidal guy, and my um, my doctor, my my therapist, actually told me to get back into training. Mm-hmm. The thing was, I was broke. I got laid out, laid off, off of my job. Mm-hmm. I had no in- no insurance and I could not afford to get any medicine. Oh wow! Yeah, like any of the antidepressants, which actually was a blessing in disguise because yeah. that that long term effects of those. Sure. I mean, I I've met a lot of guys who are still on it, and you know, it, it's 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 tough to get out of. Yeah. So my therapist basically told me like, okay, let's do this the natural way. It's gonna be the longer harder way but we can do this it's and gonna, that involves like, like training last exercise yeah, yeah and right. you know like gotta stay busy like gotta be focused on something very positive and mm-hmm. that was martial arts for me that was brazilian jiu-jitsu so now on the flip side i was training so hard to the point that i was this was like competitive training i was training for competitions this was basically like even like training like twice a day mm-hmm. you know i didn't have a job so i had like plenty of time you yeah. know in between yeah. side jobs and I had to protect myself. That was the thing. I did not want to get sick. If I had staff, I was done. Yeah, like, you didn't have any insurance or anything. You no, know, yeah. nothing. Like I, it was it was going to be a really bad position for me if I if I had that. So, um, I came across like a few products that was supposed to solve that problem. I tried it. I, you know, it it wasn't cheap. I wasn't happy with it. So that pretty much inspired me to like make a brand, like a, a line of products for guys like me who actually, you know, had to work. You know, I needed something that worked mm-hmm. and, and get the maximum bang for the buck where even I could rely, put my life on the line for it. Like it, I could rely on it. That's, I, sure. I had to trust it that much, yeah. you know, and it had to make me feel good. No, no side effects, basically. And that's how Fight Soap got its start. Um, a lot of the products out there, they they, they were very mis- medicinal. Mm-hmm. They did not smell good. They dried my skin out, and that pissed me off. Living in, in a cold. So state did you like do a lot of research on the ingredients that were I going into these did. products? Yeah, I actually did, and you know, with with resources like a library that that was free to me, I you know I I made the most yeah, out of that's it. That's what a lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize. You yeah. know, you may be 
broke and you know yeah. out of out, out of work, but you know yep. places like the public library are great places to go where you can exactly. get on the internet. Yeah. It doesn't cost you. You anything. can even rent like free DVDs on there. You movies, know? And yeah, stuff. yeah, really good movies. You know, didn't have to like go to like Netflix now or whatever. Um, and in my past life too, I used to work for a hospital in healthcare, so I had a lot of contacts with doctors too. I was familiar with a lot of the procedures, and at that time too, like uh, when I. I was planning my whole career change. I went to community college to try to become a, a nurse. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those those courses helped me out. Yeah, it helped with your knowledge. Yeah, helped with knowledge the, with the development the ingredients and stuff. Yeah, and that's how we we started with Fight Soap. We started with one bar. I started the brand. I started the company with forty dollars, and that's wow. all I had. That's literally all I had. I bought stuff off of eBay, because the thing is, like, look, I made less than two hundred fifty dollars a week. Mm-hmm. I made really good money. I worked IT right. for a hospital and down to basically nothing. Wow. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. That is rough. See, it was really, really rough. And, you know, literally, I wanted to kill myself. Wow. <laughs> you know? And, and that's yeah. not funny, but yeah, I mean, you're yeah. being sincere and, yeah, and, and you're the, to the point of suicide. Yep. So, you know, all I tell people, you know, that's all I started with 40 bucks. I had no investors because when I pitched the idea, I was laughed at. Here's another funny story. Like, I was asking friends, like one of my best friends at that time, uh, you know, a girl. And I told her, hey, do you know how to make soap? And she laughed at me on the phone. <laughs> She's like, why, why, why do you want to, yeah, you go to, to learn Walmart how to make soap? Like, are, are, you, are you turning gay? You know? <laughs> I'm like, no. Then I pictured the idea, and it was just such a novel idea at that point. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do this on my own. So from, I, you know, side jobs for the side jobs, that's what... That was my capital. Right. Right. But I, honest to God, if I can like round up all those receipts, it's forty dollars. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> that is awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. So you know, you, you guys that. out there, you know, who are listening, and you know, you read all these stories about oh, you need like blah 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 venture capital, you know, X amount to like start a business. Mm-hmm. I am living proof, and I will tell you guys right now. The American dream is still there. It needs, you know, it just needs a lot of creativity and hard work. But you just guys need dedication. Be, yeah. You got to be dedicated to yeah. it. You know, it's not just going to happen. Yeah. You've got to actually go out there and work for and it. It is possible, you know. So don't don't be discouraged by by all these, you know, all the things that you read. All these negative negative Nancys, is that what they call them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Naysayers. Yeah, and you know, trolls. like uh, trolls. <laughs> trolls. Yeah, I, I wanted to swear. You know, I'm a. <laughs> they're like more profane words. <laughs> trolls. Trolls. There you go. Trolls. <laughs> yeah, so that's how, how the, the whole brand started. Um, you know, I started with one bar, and the funny part was I did, if you look, if you guys have seen like the packaging right now, it's all nice and fancy. You know, we got the nice labels, plastic. Mm-hmm. The first packaging was actually saran wrap. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then it, I upgraded to paper bags, brown paper bags. So nice. did you, did you, did no you get an investor? It. No. So you've, you've done this, this all point, yeah, on all your along. own. all along. So, you know, I'm just like telling you guys, like, it's possible. Yeah. You know, it really is possible. Yeah. Um, but well, that's the thing. Like, I had to hustle. I had all sorts of side jobs. I have become, I've, I've driven cars for dealerships. I've chauffeured people. Wow. Scrimped you know? and saved yeah. and put together. I've and done like, even, like small photography gigs for like clubs. You know, every now, single dollar. Now, wait a minute. Dollar. 
What kind of clubs you do? <laughs> yeah, photography. You taking your clothes off, Bond? Huh? <laughs> doing some of that jujitsu? Uh, yeah, kind of. no, no, not really. You know, the, 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 the jujitsu the the lounges. You know, the, the, the dance clubs and stuff. And, and now you're one of the biggest non-corporate soap producers now. Wouldn't I mean? I would say that's Is that popular. popular. I, I guess yeah. so. Uh, it's an honor. I, when I, to and when hear I say that. non-corporate, not Johnson and Johnson and Dove and not any of those. Family owned. Yeah, family, family owned. Johnson's still family owned. Though, okay. Soap makers. Yeah. yeah, and we, you know, we're we're still growing. Y'all like sponsor this. MMA fighters and we. Yeah, we actually did at one point, and now since we've grown, see how much preparation I did. <laughs> yeah, we we've we grown. did once. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, no. We actually we we sponsored a lot. Like I will, right. I've posted a lot of pictures on our on our Instagram account of like you know the. The old athletes that that we've uh, sponsored, we made it to like Strike Force, the old Strike Force. So, right. so I gotta ask, uh, and we can edit this out if if yeah. we need to. But uh, all right, how did you test your product to make sure it wasn't gonna eat your skin away? Or all on my own, even until now, so you, nothing. You self self tested it, and yeah. Bon actually used to be my size, and his first few batches <laughs> made him smaller. Yeah, it that's wore it. His skin you know? <laughs> it works. It works. Um, yeah, no, I I just. You know, used it all on myself, and that's like another testament to. Yeah. to now, the is quality. this something that is is soap regulated by the FDA? It it isn't. It's it's the gray area of, yeah. of the FDA. Um, okay. They're just and we can edit all this. I'm just yeah. I'm no, asking. Yeah, but if no. you want this stuff to go on, then we can continue all, with this all line of questions. you guys. But. Um, it really depends on how you market the soap. Mm-hmm. The FDA only gets dips their fingers into stuff if you start claiming stuff that should be reserved for drugs right like technically i can't say that the soap is antifungal or even right. antibacterial sure because that makes it the drug i mean i've seen right. so many soap companies out there who do that now if someone they gives, get hit the fda has actually hit these people wow now yeah. if someone gives anecdotal evidence like a customer of yours that's fine okay so i can tell my story of course okay. no that's the thing <laughs> yeah. we we as a company cannot do those claims ourselves okay yeah. so gotcha. how, what's your what's your pitch What's your marketing pitch for the fight soap? How do people well, know that, you know, it, it may benefit them for, uh, what's that called? Eczema. Skin, yeah, eczema. Yeah, for skin infections, all the, all the ingredients that we use are probably some of the most powerful natural ingredients that have been known mm-hmm. to, to work on skin infections. Yeah. These are nat- natural remedies. Right. Well, and I don't, I think you may have touched on it a minute ago. But one of the biggest things about soap that are out there now, people, anything in your house that says antibacterial soap, throw it out the freaking window unless you're using it for, like, your sink or something. Don't use it on your skin because your body produces a natural flora of bacteria. And a lot of people don't realize that, and that bacteria needs to stay. If you Flora? Flora, that's what it's flora. called. Yeah. Does it bacteria, is, if you have a lot of it, it's called a flora. <laughs> but if you use antibacterial soap, you kill that natural bacteria on your skin, and that's what a lot of it times fight leads. off a lot of disease. Right, and that that natural bacteria yeah. fights off the stuff, viruses fights off and the, stuff. The and you have to be things. very. The thing is, like a lot, a lot of soap makers nowadays aren't paying attention to the science, the whole science behind mm-hmm. the whole thing. It's not a simple matter of just throwing tea tree oil into soap and there you go, it's going to work. There are certain quantities which are scientifically proven. Right that have to be used to make it even effective because the danger like the whole flip side to this whole thing like I can dump every freaking antibacterial botanical or natural ingredient that I can get my hands on 
but if they're not the right quantities, they won't work. And it actually could help uh, build resistance in bacteria. Right. Which is when all these people were walking around constantly with that alcohol stuff. Yeah, that, that triclosan stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. The, yeah. I it, mean, it, you're, it, you're losing your immunity to any of those natural bacteria you touch every day. Yeah, yeah. If they're just putting it on the hand. Yeah. And they're not rubbing it yeah. anywhere. It's just yeah. Because the there's, there's things that you touch every day. Like I'm touching this computer. There's probably stuff I'm getting that my body's got a natural immunity when I touch my yeah, beard or whatever. Yeah, and you keep on killing. That's the thing. Like even mm. with, with soap, just to touch on the whole <clears throat> uh, skin flora, as mm-hmm. we would call it in the industry. A lot of the products, even soap, they are going to wipe out everything. Wipe out everything on the surface of your body because they're not smart systems oils all these natural ingredients they can't go out on your skin and say oh you're a good bacteria you're a bad bacteria right, right. it doesn't gonna, discriminate it yeah. doesn't discriminate it's going to wipe everything out but the thing is how fast your body recovers and rebuilds sure. that's the point that you want to think about mm. if you keep on putting something like alcohol alcohol kills bacteria in a matter of seconds like even the, in, in milliseconds even. if you keep on putting that on you're not giving your, your body the chance to actually recover you know, and and that's dangerous. That's actually very dangerous, mm-hmm. and that's why the FDA is like uh, they're they're starting to crack down on on, on these um, on a lot of the products out there in the market. And I'll give my anecdotal evidence, even though I mean I know you can't claim this stuff, but I had read a few of the um, posts that you had on Instagram, and then I started seeing posts from other people that had ordered it from you that said that their kid's eczema was uh, clearing up when they started using the fight soap and they got rid of all the Johnsons and Johnsons yeah. and all the baby stuff. So I was like, hey, my son's got eczema, so I ordered some from you. And I'll be honest, people. Everybody knows that, you know, we can be kind of blunt on the show. I got a free bar when we were at... Uh, 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 what the hell is it? Thank you. Chacho, right? Chacho, thank you. Las Vegas, baby. And the stuff smells great. But I got, I got some funky skin for some reason and half the colognes and soaps out there, once I put them on, it smells like I pissed my pants. So I was worried. The soap smelled great in the box. I, I like, got to oh. stay with this guy when we travel. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I was like, all right, let me try it out. Smelled great. Smelled great on my wife when she used it. So I used it. Sure enough, like halfway through the day, I was like, oh, crap. It was one of those, you know, scents. You had a bad chemical reaction. Yeah, I just my, my skin has a unique flora, <laughs> I guess. But, so I contacted you and I said, "Hey, you know, are there different flavors? Flavors? Scents? Scents? <laughs> flavors? You do not eat flavor for the nose. <laughs> Please don't eat the soap. Uh, there are people who have actually eaten the soap and they posted pictures on Instagram. <laughs> I do not recommend that. But what are they frying it up with their? Bacon they're they're and still eggs alive though. They're still alive because yeah. it's all natural. Thank right. God. So butter know. in their biscuits. With I can't it. Imagine, imagine that being good. <laughs> But uh, so I ordered some because uh, my son's got eczema, so I wanted to try it out on him. We've tried, you know, the oatmeal lotions, oatmeal baths, and it would kind of do a little bit, but it would never be like a, a consistent thing. So we got it in. He didn't want to use it, so I had to make it his magic special show because he's three. And he was like, yeah, now it started going away. His boo-boo's going away. Uh-huh. And every time uh, he's ready to take a bath, he has Just to have his magic boo boo. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because um, yeah. we just lost half our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, because I remember that Zeke actually texted me saying yeah. something like, "Hey, I know it's late at night, but you know, basically he told me the soap worked." But on the yeah. positive note, yeah. we yeah. just picked up Maybe. a whole new uh, listener base of females <laughs> and three-year-olds. <laughs> the big guy said boo boo. All about the boo boos. All the three-year-olds are gonna be like, "Mommy, this and then talking lead." <laughs> that squatch guy, he's so funny. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, our customers are 
you know, they're, they're all the proof that we need. Because first of all, we've already, we've always had faith in all the ingredients that, that we put in. Right. These, a lot of these are like the forgotten ingredients that, been used, that have been used for ages mm-hmm. prior to medicine, prior to antibiotics. Sure. You know, we're bringing those back and that takes a lot of research. Like I have like, I have books from, from probably from like reprints from like the 1800s, like really old recipe books, like ye old apothecary, whatever. Yeah. 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 And you know, and these those are, have a lot of natural ingredients. Yeah, and it, it's tough because you have, the, they changed the names of, of the botanicals. So you have to like do your research yeah. and figure out, well, what are they called now? Right. Right. You yeah, know, exactly. and these things work. You know, and it, it's it's very fulfilling for me. It's very uh, yeah, it's very fulfilling that I'm that we're actually bringing back the faith in all natural remedies. Sure. Yeah. You know, and it's something as simple as soap. I have a question for you on a being a customer of yours now. How do I make it last longer? Because uh, I, I yes, with, it's an age old question. With my kid. <laughs> I didn't really uh, know yet. I've asked some people since. Bon, he just asked, can you make it last long? <laughs> <laughs> I was a little slow on the uptake on that. There are pills for that. So <laughs> there are pills. There's it's techniques a little blue that pills. you can use. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, rhythmic. So I took, I took it out of the box and used it on my kid. <laughs> rhythmic. Wow. So ladies, um, yeah. <laughs> but I took it out of the box, used it in his bathtub. Well, and he wanted to use it too, so I let uh-huh. him. And it just like if you don't don't take it out and just leave it in the water, it's, it, it's going to be yeah. gone quick. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the other thing. Like we've yeah. I've got very like, water soluble. Yeah, it's very water. That's the thing. We don't use any of the the chemical hardeners. Right, right. That are in a lot of the. Um, the, the products right now. Why not now. make it a liquid soap then? He actually, he, you just launched we, one, We right? do, but yeah. personally, oh, okay. I, I, I find liquid soap to be very wasteful. Like, okay. how many times have you had, like, your, your, your shower gel, like, splatter all over? You know? Like, you, you, you put it in your palm, put it on your body, then you know, half, half of, of it, it just, like, splashes away. Right. Not a and, lot. Ooh, okay. You're very fresh like that. I have. Well, no, they got those little, no, the, little squeeze the, bottles. The poofy things. The little squeeze bottles. The little loofah poofs. The poofs. Well, see, that's oh, what somebody no, had told me. little squeeze bottles. Oh, okay. You squirt it out. Well, somebody had told me to take it, keep it in the plastic box, uh-huh. and just take a loofah and kind of get it on. Yeah, and you that's what do I've that. been doing. Now, yeah. here's the thing, too. What we what we use, it, well, the soap is basically called a glycerin soap. Uh-huh. It's high glycerin. Glycerin is what you find in a lot of the lotions. And here's like an industry secret. When you make soap, Glycerin is a it's a natural byproduct. Mm-hmm. Of, it's a product of, of of the process itself. A lot of these big companies they take away that glycerin from the soap, they extract it and use it on lotions because they make more money selling that. We don't do that. Whatever glycerin is in is in the soap, it it's there. Right. That is you your good extrude old, any of that out. old school soap. Sure. So it but it that, moisturizes yeah, also. That's the thing. Glycerin it absorbs a lot of, of moisture. Mm-hmm. That's why if you put it, you know, in, in someplace wet, it absorbs it. I like, wonder like a if your soap would be good as a gun lube. <sighs> huh. We've seen people actually wash their Glocks uh-huh. with fight soap. Yeah, with fight soap. soap. They, nice. they take it with them in the shower, unloaded, of course. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And of that, course. you know, that, that shocked me. But hey, if it works for them, <laughs> they know what they're doing. Garrett, uh, Garrett, I can pass the Yes, TV. yes, Mister Garrett. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, you so go. the challenge has been posted for somebody to uh, test the. Uh, as, so, a as a gun loop. There you not, go. I will take that as a personal we, challenge we, we and may see do what it. I can pull off. We may be the ones. <laughs> we can yeah, do who that. knows? Who yeah. knows? 
I'm going to do that. Why don't you guys comment and, and let us know what you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. Send us a message. Yeah, Tell us what you want If you want us to, to test out a Glock that Vaughn's going to give us with his, <laughs> with his FISO. Uh, no, no, paging Chris Davis of, of Glock. He's, he's like, I'll yeah, we need to get Chris involved soap, with it. but I don't know about the Glock. <laughs> yeah, that's the super. And going back to the question we're about, you know, just making it last. That's the thing. Like, first of all, it really doesn't last that much. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the soap material mm-hmm. actually goes on your body. Right. That's why it, it runs out quicker. And the other thing, tell your wife not to use it without without asking permission. Okay, that's a <laughs> tell her to get thing. her own bar, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> T- yeah. tell your wives, your girlfriends, you even order your more kids. Soap. I can't decide which one's my favorite though, because uh, you sent uh, Matt Mojito. Is that yeah, what? The Matt Mojito? We have the bloody the murder, one, bloody murder, and, and then there was Brazil, another one. Brazil what if you don't have any skin Brazil problems? Blood. Can you use your your product? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. If you guys just want to smell good, you know, or yeah. the thing is. Even the scents themselves, there's a lot of science involved. There's like a lot of principles in aromatherapy that mm-hmm. were put into it. That's why when people say, oh my God, it smells amazing. Oh my God, I feel refreshed. I mean, if you guys check out our, our Instagram and see all the comments that, that people have posted, that, sir, and, and madam, is no accident because we, we blend everything to... You know, for a meth, there, there's, there's a purpose. You know, yeah. all these scents will make you feel good. It triggers good thoughts. It, it triggers... Unless you got jacked up skin chemistry like me, then one of them may yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's smell like a piss your pants. <laughs> yeah, that's why we offer so more. So all our <laughs> listeners, are, they want to know where they can get this. Now, how do they get in touch with you? How do they, yeah, how you know do they find Fight Soap? Right now, we have a handful of dealers, but they're having trouble keeping it uh, in stock. So your best bet at this point would be getfightsoap.com. Remember, it's getfightsoap.com. There's this one guy who just like stole the fightsoap.com name. Mm-hmm. That is not it. Okay. You are going to get ripped off. I'm telling you right okay. now. It's not the same stuff. Not yeah, the true. real deal. Not the real deal. So G-E-T-F-I-G-H-T-S-O-A-P? Yep. Look for the shark teeth. If, yes. If, if, if the products don't have the shark teeth, that is not the yeah. fight soap that everybody's been talking about. Yeah, it's and like they can if find you, you on Instagram also. Yep. Yes, we are on Instagram. Um, I just uh, posted a pic of you uh, getting, doing the interview awesome. now. Awesome, thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, just we are at uh, Fight Soap. If you are into that whole hashtag game, just check out the Fight Soap hashtag, and, and you'll see a bunch of pictures, and eventually, eventually, it'll lead you to us. And definitely check our post out, and there's links to them there as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we will have more. Anything there. else that you want to make sure you covered? And um, yeah, you know what? For the since we are at the NRA show, let's talk about uh-huh. our, our involvement with the uh, the tactical community. Absolutely. Okay. We started getting into firearms, you know, when you know, because a lot of the martial arts guys they are into law enforcement. Now, the, are also now this guns. is the part where all of our fans are going, "Okay, this is Here why we go. This, yeah. yeah. this is how guns tie. Why, in. Okay. why are we talking about soap? Okay, let's, let's talk guns. Two ways. Trust there us. You, you trusted us on NASCAR. Trust us on the soap and country music. They trusted us on that. And, yeah. yeah, you were skeptical, but. Hey, we delivered. Yep. <laughs> hey, look, I here's flew, the time. I flew out here from Connecticut uh-huh. at like 6 a.m. Th- this morning wow. just to be at the NRA show. And there I'm flying go. out the next day because I have another event to go to. <laughs> so, guys, um, right now we are developing a lot of products. Uh, I have one project, actually, that I will give you just a, a little sneak peek because we are working 
little with, unveiling here little at unveiling Talking Lead exclusive. Here we go. Because yeah. we are working with active special forces guys, it's something that I cannot openly talk about. Sure. Just to protect the nature. It of, is a gun lube. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will be surprised. Yeah. Of, of, of what, what we're coming out with. Um, okay. We're, we're working with a few branches of, of the elite forces, you know, so watch out for that. Hopefully we can make a few units available to the public. Um, but yeah, we, we are out there to, to serve the troops. Yes, sir. You you guys will will get a few samples. Right. It, it, what everybody didn't see is left hand started pandering. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, can we those us? public people? <laughs> yeah. And we are Claim. also <laughs> as a brand, dibs. we are very pro two way. So yeah. you know, we, we we also come out with you know gun related tactical um, products. Like we we came out with a soap bar that was inspired by brass and bacon. Nice brass and bacon. And we called it the infidel. Nice. It was a limited edition. If if you guys who who've been you know with us for a while and you guys are listening, you guys will remember that bar. Um, that bar sold out. And yeah, ever coming back? Well, we'll see what we can do. That's another thing. It's it's something unique that I've never seen. People go crazy for these limited editions. Brass, yeah. And they had brass and bacon in it, or it was a, a. a scent. I think. Uh, oh, okay. That I smell think, like brass and bacon. Gotcha. It, it was totally. It, we we made it work. So it was a fragrance. I think like five. Soap. Yep. I think like five people jumped off a building when they found out I actually used the limited edition bar from the <laughs> shot show thing because they collect them instead of putting it in your freezer. Yeah, now, how would you, yeah, how do you long term store your soap? Just put them in the container and then at this point just keep them away from direct sunlight because yeah, keep that, away from heat. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Heat because you know it. Anything yeah. above like 100 degrees, yeah, so 70, you know, yeah, 75. Yeah, 70 room temperature is fine, you know. Um, yeah, just keep it away from direct sunlight because you were, we're dealing with, with natural ingredients here. And, yeah. you know, you got me sunlight. curious, man. I want to know what you're doing with the, uh, with the military community on this. Yeah, like he just well, said. He can't I know, I know. <laughs> well, let's say we're gonna one is actually it's for hygiene, actually. <laughs> oh, it's nice. For, one wants a, a hygiene product, and one is more of a remedy. Okay. I've been working with, with people who are active. Um, no names, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. These yeah. aren't your Instagram operators who are like, right. oh, I'm operator. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. these are the, the There's real people de- like that out there? <laughs> <laughs> these are the real deal guys who, who will not, who you wouldn't even know what, what they, they did for a living. Right. So, you guys on Instagram, take some notes. If you want to be like real operator, just sh- shut the hell up. Yeah. And, get, and get some fights out. Yeah, get some fights out. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell um, yeah. But, I mean, that makes sense because you've got people that are in heavy, long sleeves, thick clothing. Exactly. You know, in some plates, harsh environments. Harsh environments. Yep. They're hot. They're sweaty. They're and even nasty, guys yeah. who are, like, deployed, hygiene turns out to be a very big thing. Yeah. Law enforcement. Yeah. I mean, even, they wear Even hot, law enforcement. Clothes, I've yeah. had, like, a few law enforcement guys who've been telling me, like, hey, I use your sanitizer, like, after I just, like, dealt with a perp. Wow. You know, because I've got, like, his, his bodily fluids all over me after I just, like, cuffed him. Yeah. So there are a lot of practical uses. So guys, you know, hygiene. Just think about it. It's it's you you. There's it's important. It's Love really it. Important. Live it. Practice it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Clean <laughs> Nobody it. likes a stinky ass. Yep. <laughs> and we are very pro two way. We help the vets. Um, we are a big supporter of our troops. Um, we are involved with the warriors. Uh, w- wounded uh, warriors. Wounded. Warrior. No, not wounded warriors. Sal. Oh, wishes for warriors. Yeah, wishes for warriors. They're, they're this new organization. You know, very good guys. Uh, you know supporters of fight so um some of the guys out here too like aris armor when they mm-hmm. had issues like we are helping them out to try to raise funds i mean we we are very pro two way um and for yeah just the whole tactical community i mean you guys get dirty yeah 
You know, we we get leads on our we get lead on our hands after hitting yeah. the range. You know, so we're we're here for you. You know, <laughs> our our products are specially formulated. I think like you guys, right? So I know what we all need. Yeah, and and you know, from this is very sincere. I will not sell you something that will not work, and it's just something that I put my logo on it. Everything will have a purpose. Cause, it is you know, logo. Yeah, because you know how you know if you guys don't know the gun industry, it's all about your reputation. Yeah. And if y'all don't know oh, what we're yeah. talking about, their logo, you've seen like the A10 Warthog uh, jets, and they have like the little the sharp posers teeth, and the pretenders and, and the fakes logo get get weeded out quick yep, in this industry. Exactly, and yeah. you know we just want to represent a good, good old American business. And you've done a lot of collaborations and like your limited editions with a yeah. lot of the gun community, like different big, uh, uh, whether it's yeah, even clothing you know, clothing communities. Right. Now we're, we'll be you know. Maybe a talking lead collaboration. Yeah. It'll smell like Zeke's yeah. ass. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. down goes your head. <laughs> no, guys, come Get on, it. think about it. Why am I here at the NRA show? Right? I have a lot of like really good friends. I've made a lot of good friends out here in the industry mm-hmm. who've supported us. Like it, it blows me away. Like the, the support that, that we've gotten. Like it, it it's just, you know, for a soap company, like mm-hmm. a gun company going down and, and reaching out to a soap company mm-hmm. yeah. just think about sure. it so it's amazing so yeah just think about that so um, you can mark us down as the first show in history to tie in soap and guns yes that's sir. probably true yeah yes sir <laughs> we've made history here today yep. gentlemen well bon we thank you for coming on man awesome. we've been wanting thank to get you, you on much. for what months now we've been talking i know about it. Since i know Shot show. i know since yeah. we since we left before and your party yes, and, and i and i really really pre- I, you know i appreciate we know it better, and i apologize we know better next for all, time. all yeah. the delays yeah, no problem, man. But uh, we'll definitely have you on again. Awesome. No, we'll I keep you know, using your soap, man. It's yeah, thank good. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I, I, it's always an honor. Except for the ones that make me smell like I pissed my pants. <laughs> I Maybe if he made one. one that smelled like piss and he used it. It might work, right? Yeah, but you know what? Here's the crazy thing. <laughs> if you watch the Instagram people that follow him and like collect the limited editions, he could probably come out with one just said fight soap piss and people would go crazy if he said it was a limited edition. Guys, I, I will, <laughs> this is like a talking lead exclusive. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. In Here the works, first. we are making a bomb. A bum? A, a bomb. Like a, a bomb. Bomb. B-A-L-M. Bomb. B-A-L-M. Gentlemen. Nice. And we're going to call it the the butt hurt bomb. The butt hurt bomb. <laughs> yes, yes, that's because, awesome. Because our our uh, studies have shown that a lot of the fight soap users who are very kick ass, by the way, uh-huh. they have a lot of haters. Yes. So you know we we are going to make something to to remedy that. Yes. There you go. So you heard very you heard cool. it there first. And it's going to be a real good bomb too. So don't worry about it. Guys. <laughs> All right, Bon. Well, thank you for coming on, man. We'll Guys, have you thank on a you lot very more much. Appreciate me. you making the trip just for us, man. Of course, <laughs> just for talking. We know lead. you care just for us. Exactly. <laughs> Had to just. All right, this is Bon from Fight Soap, and you're listening to Talking Lead. All right, so we are back, and we've got another guest with us. And some of y'all might call bullshit on this because you may hear my dogs in the background, or it just doesn't sound like the floor of a convention anymore. But uh, we've got the unnamed trucker. Which are you going by your name yet on your show? Yeah, since episode 14. Okay. But that's, that's fine. It's kind of a, you know, a, um, I don't know what the word is. It is it's kind of stands for, uh, there's a lot of drivers out here, and obviously there's a certain portion of them that are armed, and they may or may not want folks to know it mm-hmm. because of their company policy or whatever. But, uh, yeah, my name's Chaz Murray. I do a, a, a little podcast called the Road Gunner Podcast, and it's about driving trucks and carrying guns in the trucks and doing that legally and helping folks out. Sometimes I talk about uh, cooking in the truck and eating healthy and kind of 
and that kind of stuff. So that's uh, what we do here. Sweet. And we were actually part of a a little group of other podcasters together for about what a month. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, I remember you guys when you first came on and um, said, "Hey, what's up?" And I was trying to send out a little bit of podcast love to you guys and hopefully uh, get some listeners. And now y'all blowed up. We blowed it up, did. Yeah, <laughs> accidentally. I don't know yeah. what the hell happened. It's uh, it's interesting. It's it, from last year's NRA to this year's has been just night and day. And I don't want to come across as arrogant because it's actually still weird to us. This is still it's totally weird. Cool because you guys, you got a, uh, you know what it is. You guys have a good rapport with each other, and it's you have a really relaxed, casual uh, show, which. I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm not just kissing your ass because um, I'm insanely jealous of your success, and I hate you both. <laughs> so, hey, I um, like your show though. It's kind of it's a different flow than any of the other ones. That's that's one thing I like about it. You know what? It's hard to do. It's hard to do a solo podcast and sustain it for a long time. Uh, folks like Bob Main have done it, but uh, the guy that I originally was my inspiration, Eric Shelton from the Handgun podcast he did it for three years and then he kind of quit but you know it's it's hard to sustain that if you got somebody to bounce ideas off of uh and you get along and you it it just sounds natural when you guys are talking and it's it's cool and that's kind of the way my show is it's not uber tactical right but we do have guests on that uh, know what they're talking about and uh i've used the podcast as a vehicle to kind of talk about this the training that i do and uh, promote classes and things like that that I'm holding, and uh, and now I've got a, ho- a co-host. Uh, Travis from the Gun Dudes has uh, joined as an official co-host, and hopefully I'll I'll let him do some heavy lifting. Now is he the one with the the, the kick-ass uh, in a world movie voice guy? No, that's uh, that sounds that's Stan. Okay, Stan. that's Stan okay. from the Gun Dudes, and he's a good guy. And I've, I see I unlike you who are uh, you guys are famous. I'm, I just know fam- I just know famous people, and so uh, it's really been quite awesome to see you guys succeed. And um, I would like to just basically ride on your coattails. Sure, and, jump on. And I don't even know yeah, we have so, coattails to ride, but hey, <laughs> it's still it, yeah, this, you got, it's still you got so a, weird. You got you got a vehicle with uh, the vinyl wrap on it and all that stuff. Yeah, we stuff. do have that. Yeah, and we're on a NASCAR truck. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. We were on a yeah. we were on a NASCAR car. For practice at Daytona, but he didn't qualify. So, but we were there. That's well, I, w- I wasn't. So <laughs> I don't have a thing. It's, That'd it, be cool though. The, the the big rig and put wrap it. Huh? The the weirdest thing is is when people do stop us, we still have that feeling of, oh, who's here? And we'll look around, going, who are they talking to? We want to see them. <laughs> and it, it's 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 that surreal. Why the hell do you want a picture with me? It's weird. Not that we don't want to take them. It's just like, why Why us? You know, we just sit around and bullshit on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fun. It's a good show. So yeah. now that I'm kind of done kissing your ass, you can start interviewing me now. Oh, okay. I can actually do that now? Yeah. Well, and we gonna... kind of interview each other or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Now that I've you done wanna... that. You know, you, you were just... saying that when people stop you, it's because they want an autograph or whatever. When people stop me, it's generally they want to give me a ticket. And <laughs> Or inspect the vehicle, and I, I'm not. I don't get that. You know, I don't put my face out on the internet too much, except on Facebook and things like that. But well, I'm going to ask you the questions we ask. Kind of like, huh? I'm just saying I'm probably overloading the truck truck stop Wi-Fi that they installed in 1998. 
what I'll do is I'll ask a question and I'll pause for four seconds. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so how did you originally get into firearms? Okay, well, um, I come from a family that uh, my dad is... I didn't realize he was anti-gun until I started uh, asking about guns and things like that because I had a friend who lived down the street who was big into hunting and he had a thirty thirty uh, lever action Winchester and some 22, some things. And I asked my dad if get a gun and he was like no we don't do that we'll go out in the woods and take pictures of animals and I'm like well, that sucks I don't want to do that I don't want to shoot stuff so uh, it, he eventually broke down and got me a, uh, a BB gun like a Crossman single shot air pistol with a CO2 chamber and stuff I thought it was pretty cool and uh, that kind of uh, stayed at the BB gun level for a long long time until um, I never I've always had a, a, an interest in guns and, and, you know, gun magazines and things like that, but uh, I didn't actually get my first gun until 2009, and I was kind of inspired by having a crazy ex-wife. Yeah. I started with a crazy ex-wife who um, decided to invite another gentleman to come live in her home while I was away. Oh. And he was a, a, apparently a, a drug dealer and went about armed, and um, he wasn't very nice to... Uh, my ex-wife, and so I decided to uh, confront him uh, wearing no, no, uh, well, no pants, but uh, <laughs> a Mickey Mouse sweatshirt. But I didn't have any, uh, I, I was unarmed, and I felt very uncomfortable, and I thought it was, you know, not a real good situation. It just uh, Wait, you, to, you had no pants yeah. on? Yeah, I had no pants on, oh. but whatever. It was, it was more intimidating that way for the guy, you know. <laughs> um what was I going to do? I had nothing, no, nothing but uh, my boldness about me. So I, I thought, you know, I, I'm not going to walk into a situation like this again, into my own house, and let somebody, you know, basically take over. I didn't, I, I didn't care about the stuff for the ex-wife or anything. Mm-hmm. And I was glad to get it out of there. But um, I decided I would, uh, at that point, I would go ahead and, and take it upon myself to, become armed, and uh, that led to be wanting to be a responsible person with that, so I got a, my uh, Arkansas concealed carry permit, and then I realized that that was just the, the tip of the iceberg as far as getting any kind of training, because it really wasn't training. It was just a class that told you what the laws were, mm-hmm. and so I went online and... Uh, oh, but were you, were you like us, and after you had that training, you thought you could take over the world? <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, I, thought, I know oh, yeah, everything about guns. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the club. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I did the normal thing, and and I did get more guns, and uh, instead of going to a class, but I eventually did find out about Masada Yub online and got his, ordered his book on Amazon. And as I would Google his name, because I was like, "Who's this crazy Arab dude?" He's, he's like, "I'm like, oh, he sounds like a terrorist or something," <laughs> you know. Um. So I wanted to do a little bit more background check on the guy because, you know, I, did, I didn't want to find out that there's like a, leading a, a jihad against America or something like that. No offense. <laughs> uh, so I, I read his book, In the Graves Extreme, and that led to doing more research and finding out that, oh, wow, he teaches classes, and I, too, can go to one of these classes. Yep. So I signed up for a MAG-40 and went to my first one in October of uh, 2010. Which and you've that, got something coming up yeah. that we're going to talk about here in a little while. 
along the yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I started going to more of those classes and hanging out more, and I just became like uh, this uh, – I, I said, hey, maybe I can be an instructor, and maybe I could do a podcast too about, uh, you know, trying to find a niche uh, about what, what I can talk about. Well, why, why don't I talk about carrying guns in the truck? There you so go. That's like, so that led to the podcast, and, you know, it's just been a, an uncontrollable – train wreck of uh, a life from this point you know it's like a truck going downhill with no brakes but it makes it, can't, it, it can't, i cannot be stopped it makes it more fun that way absolutely it's much more fun that way now before, if, before, if your wheels aren't on fire when you go downhill this is boring <laughs> i've seen many of those coming down the other side of mon eagle mountain going towards chattanooga oh yeah i love it oh yeah that's a good I can, one I've, I've been behind trucks where their brakes brake drums actually exploded and parts of it came red hot brake drum parts came flying out of the side and uh almost uh, actually ran over a chunk of hot brake drum one time that was fun wow that's crazy yeah now when it comes to pop culture that's firearms related whether it's a movie tv you listen to the show <laughs> uh, yeah what, i'm gonna what, get the question yeah what 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 is your go-to what's your favorite okay i'm i like james bond Good. Oh man, that um, stinks that left hand's not here because y'all would just be best friends now. My one of my favorite movies of all time, even though it was Roger Moore, he was not the best James Bond with Moonraker because that's the one that I remember seeing as a kid. It had space shuttles. Mm-hmm. It had a guy with it had metal jaws. Teeth. It had jaws. Was yeah, that exactly. Yeah. And I love that thing. Oh, um, yeah. I, I don't remember. Uh, what was the guy, the villain in, in Moonraker? I'm, I can see his face now. He had dark hair and a beard and, and, a, and a Russian accent. Whatever. He wanted <laughs> to take over the world from space. Now, there's one thing before we go on. In the, the uh, As I choke myself on a Twizzler. Hang on just a second. Before my dog whimpers out the podcast, I can get him water. <laughs> yeah, don't choke on a Twizzler. Yeah, one second. Goodness sakes. <laughs> that's, that's totally not manly. You die by choking on a Twizzler. All right, my dogs are been watered. Um, All right. But before we kind of move, gosh, I'm out of shape. I just got up and ran to do water, and now I'm sucking wind. Yeah, you're going to have a hard time in that tough mudder. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Now, there, there's a little something I was going to ask you about that I caught on, caught wind of on um, on uh, Facebook. Little uh, Brian Bolivar, uh, Chaz, yeah. back and forth. What's going on with that? Oh, t- these foreigners, they think they can just come uh, into my country and uh, talk uh, talk about guns. Uh-huh. They don't know nothing about guns up in Canada. They don't have guns. It's an illusion. And so uh, Brian took a few shots at pot shots at me on Facebook, and I, I put him in his place. Oh, okay. Let's just put it that way. What, what exactly do you say? Oh, I just mocked him for having a uh, having a podcast that no longer exists about a sport that's so boring that he could only do 49 episodes about it before quitting. <laughs> You're talking about the the um, it was Canadian, Canadian service, service conditions. conditions radio, yeah, yes, yeah, which no longer exists. Couldn't even make it to fifty, <laughs> and uh, so not even a full year. I put that I put that to rest. He, uh, plus, I can always pull out the uh, how many three uh, hundreds have you shot at a Masada group event? Now, how many uh, how many five dollar bills do you have from Masada? You but you just pull that out and then boom, argument over, done. Mass gives out money? If you can beat him at a Masada group 
event at the uh, end of the class at the qualifier, if you can beat his score, you, he will give you a signed five dollar bill. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so, so okay. Brian, Brian has not gotten one of those. No, he has not. Plus, he's uh, he's too chicken to actually come on down to America and take a class. Plus, why would they need to? They can't carry guns to Canada anyway. So, <laughs> Brian, are you there? Yes, and I'm already tired <laughs> of listening to that fat crap. And you know what? <laughs> I was prepared for the possibility that you might come on. <laughs> and it was per- uh, it was perfect that we had to switch. <laughs> it was pre- perfect that we had to switch you to sell because you didn't get to see him pop onto the Skype call. <laughs> Don't you have work to do? How you doing, Chaz? Don't you have like a a broom no, closet well, to organize or something, Bolivar? Well, you know what? I should you be aside, mopping a toilet. I, there's so many things I should be doing, but the the chance to ruin your day is just too good <laughs> to pass up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fine. What? What? So, do you, how do you how are you gonna explain yourself, Oliver? How, what do you mean explain myself? What do I have to explain myself for? Explain why you uh, you're a quitter. Uh, <laughs> you jump at a snow just because somebody taunted you. Uh, you, you look, got, I, look, doing a, something a on a dare that's stupid. body and, and sweet nipples. <laughs> doing something on a dare, doing something stupid on a dare is just something guys do. Real men do that stuff. I'm sorry Apparently that you're too Canada. much of a girl yeah. to do that. T- should I, I'm fully, should... I am so manly that I, I these taunts fall off me. I have, I have no emotions, by the way. <laughs> I have no feelings. I cannot be destroyed. And... Uh, I'm better than you. Isn't that kind of, kind of yeah. called sociopath? Yes. Okay. All right. Which helps. Which yeah. helps in the combat situation. Yes. So I that's what I read in <laughs> On Combat by Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. There you go. Sociopaths have a great time in, in combat. Well, you know, Chaz, you say you have no feelings, but why does John Hathaway make you cry every time that you talk to him? Quit. I, I cry on command because I'm a good actor to make John feel better because that's I, that's what I do. It's a, a mutually beneficial relationship. I cry, he feels better, and I get to ride on his coattails. <laughs> now, John Hottaway, I've heard that name on your show before, Chaz. Yes, he's Who? the owner of Nighthawk Custom That's Training right. Academy. That's right. And um, ostensibly, he would be my boss, cons- considering he owns the place and I'm on the staff of Nighthawk Custom Training Academy. Brian, how many uh, training academies are you an instructor with? <laughs> um. Slightly less than zero. Yeah. I don't actually talk about it a lot on the show. Like, I, 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 I sincerely don't brag about being a Masada Youth Group staff instructor or being, you know, with on the staff of Nighthawk Custom Training Academy because I have learned from my master, John Hottaway, that it is, um, you know, big dogs don't bark that much. A little bit. You can I bark mean, on you, our show. Yeah. No, it would it would seem gratuitous and name dropping of you to do that, Chaz. And we, we do respect you more than that. Okay. <laughs> I grow I grow bored of Brian. Why is he on the show again? Just to irritate me. He he, Dude, he paid you me think a you're huge bored check. Of me. I've been I've been editing our interview with you for like three days. <laughs> it took that long to clean it all you up. You just have poor editing skills. Is all. Well, there's that too. But there was there was I had to anyway. Kowalski left are you me in the like, Are you actually taking? Are you on? Are you taking the tape and cutting and splicing? Is that how you're editing it? Editing it, or do you actually have a, a computer device? Let's have it. Yeah. Well, it's it's Canada, so they no, do no. have the old, you know, magnetic tape that they have to. He's got a reel to reel. He's got the little exacto knife. Yeah. I got an I got an eight track last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Eight tracks rocked. I love the Bee Gees. Oh man, we had uh, Saturday Night Fever on A track, and my parents' '77 uh, Pontiac station wagon. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was awesome. That became my car eventually. That was my first car, '77 Pontiac Le Mans station wagon. Yeah, and that would fit a lot of guns, I imagine. Yeah, it would fit a quite a few. What was your first car, Brian? I guess Who cares what his first car was? Ask me what my first gun was. You was it Peugeot up, or, or, or he you, asked you me a or... Technically, it was a 78 Dodge pickup. In Canada? Yeah, we have pickup trucks in Canada. I've got TN Outdoors 9 calling on the other line. What the hell? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. If I had well, another you, one. Well, if you're going to have somebody cool like 10 Outdoors 9 on, you, you better cut me loose. Cause well, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't cut him in. He's just oh. going to have to cuss me out later because I only have one wire right now because I, I lazy manned uh, the studio together in the dining room instead of walking upstairs to the studio. Yeah, yeah, you've actually got wires and stuff. I've got a handheld MP3 recorder that I do my show on. <laughs> see, that's awesome. Yeah, it that's shows, Chad. Uh, it really does. But see, what, what well, y'all see, two don't... Go ahead. Overcome equipment. Well, it, it, Some it, shows it, just die from, from being a lack of enter- entertainment value, uh, lack of stick-to-itiveness by the host, you know, that kind of stuff. Are you talking about that Shelton guy, Eric Shelton? I never really listened to his show, but I, mean, now, who is I that? heard he used to have a good show. Who's Eric Shelton? Eric Shelton was the host of the uh, Handgun podcast on the now-defunct Gun Rights Radio Network. It was a pretty popular show. Gun Rights Radio it was is no of, longer existence? No longer exists. Really? There is a, there's now a Gun Rights Network. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's another radio <laughs> network. This is this is Talking Lead, right? I thought I was yes. going to be on uh, uh, Student of the Gun. This isn't Paul Markle, is it? No, no, he's not here. Okay, I can uh, get him on the phone. All right. <laughs> I know I can get Jared on. Paul might take a little longer. Yeah, let's. Uh, that that would take away the focus from the, the star of the show. That's that's true. So, so speaking, yeah. speaking of the star of the show, where's Left Hand? He is is uh, doing his real job. <laughs> oh, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, you know, I find his hair to be very chillactical. It is chillactical. It's chill and it's tactical. Ooh, I like that. Well, what's mine? Since mine's like all curly and crap. Uh, uh, I would say that is uh, ballistic bouffant. (laughs) (laughs) Ballistic bouffant. Crap. Thanks. You know, I'm gonna have to make a T-shirt of that now. All right, I want residuals. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I do. I, na- I name stuff. Name stuff. You know, I, name, I name other people's podcasts and ruin other people's podcasts. <laughs> it's kind of my specialty. And so I, I do appreciate you allowing me to but come see, on and, and ruin your podcast. You're fitting right in. So you're actually just increasing ours. And you know what? Now that I'm watching your little logo on Skype, I never noticed uh-huh. it until now it being bigger. The uh, revolvers as your um, exhaust pipe. As the stacks? That's yeah, nice. That was, uh, that's a good logo that was uh, done by ryan cross yeah he did ours too yeah he did our logo yep he's awesome good guy i like him yeah well brian since you're arch nemesis and stuff i'm gonna go ahead and finish the interview with Chaz and kick you off you can you can be gone peasant you know you subject of the queen i'm a free citizen (laughs) get out I'll, 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 I don't need no stinking queen i can't really argue with you i guess well i'm not really a big fan of the queen either she seems like a nice enough lady but you know I'll splice, in, disasters. I'll splice in your no, normal outro with Blame Canada as you as you hang up and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Brian, uh, I, there's probably a little dust boat in the corner. You're going to need to mop that again. And uh, make sure that you ring out the mop really well. Okay? And if you're a good boy, you can filter that water and you can make some coffee with it later. 
I love you, Chaz. I, you know, I just, I, I came on here for, for reasons that are unbeknownst to me at this time. And, and I, I regret me. every second of it. He paid me. Suck yeah. a peasant. Hey, oh, figure, hey now. Figure out a way to get into Tennessee, man. We've been trying to get that done for a year. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that. Um, I, uh, I got too many wants and not enough money. That's my problem. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Oh yeah, no, we're, we're gonna make it happen, and and maybe I'll go to the unnamed state and just sit in front of some guys. <laughs> just, just sit in front of somebody's house. Well, I would sure actually chat to do that with you. Yeah, <laughs> just sit out I'll there. be there with an open breach, as in a double barrel shotgun, <laughs> and I'll just. Are you gonna give me a Biden? Oh, that'd be nice. That, that'd be that'd be so stylish of you. Yeah, two loads of birdshot to the testicles ought to do it. <laughs> See Ooh, you, that, Brian. that would probably sting. <laughs> we'll save humanity. Slightly. Slightly. No more reproduction from Bolivar. Wow, sorry, it's too late. I already have kids. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, keep that from happening again. Um, yeah, no, it's over. We're good. If you keep on uh, jumping into the snow half naked, you might take care of that yourself. Freeze them off. Like I said, uh, it, it's doing something stupid is something guys do. Yes. So that, that's it. And that's a good sign off. I get off the show. You said that already. <laughs> See you, Good Brian. night, gentlemen. See you, man. Enjoy yourselves. See ya. You too. Well, thanks, Zeke. I appreciate you uh, springing that on me. It was uh, a good exercise. <laughs> sure. I, I thought you'd enjoy that. <laughs> good. I, I, I thought you might pull something like that, but, uh, you know, I'm, a, well, I'm he, quick on my toes. I made the mistake of saying something about it in one of the uh, Facebook posts, and he was like, ooh, let me get on there, and we'll go back and forth. I was like, all right, that's always fun. Yeah, if you're going to be a podcaster, you have to have good interview skills. You have to be adaptable. Uh, be ready for everything. And not give and a shit. That's, that's what my show is about. When I do my show, I've got almost zero notes in front of me. So, you, and often you can tell. Uh-huh. It, it definitely falls completely off of uh, track sometimes, what I thought I was going to talk about. Uh, completely morphs into something else. And then occasionally I do write a few notes on my iPhone to keep myself on, in, in track. And then I forget that I'm supposed to thank sponsors and things like that. And make an announcement. So yeah. that was good. That was good to have Brian on. Oh, yeah. And really, he's, he's a, he's a d- so. <laughs> and I hate him. You, you know what's funny? You were kissing, you were kissing my ass earlier. It, it's funny because there are a handful of podcasts that were on my regular rotation before we started this. And, yeah. uh, there was, okay, Mosin. Shh. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, the Joe Grogan experience, which has nothing to do with guns, yeah. even though he's pro-gun now. No, but good. Yeah, uh, I love that. Yeah, he, he was one of my favorites. And then there was also um, Handgun World. That's uh, that's Maine, right? Yeah, Bob Maine. Yeah, you were on there. So you cool. kind of had an influence on the, Yeah, you were kind of on the, the influence of Talking Lead. Then a couple yeah. other podcasts, too, that uh, I really enjoyed. But that kind of led to the formation of the chaos that is talking lead now. So I'm kissing your ass now. Well, well thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, it's, it's good. It's good to know that, that, that it does have, uh, and I get emails occasionally saying that it's had some, some positive influence and, um, it's, that's completely unintentional. Uh, I do the show because it's fun to do. And I, I wanted to have a podcast when, when one of my idols that we mentioned before decided not to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, it's been fun. It've got, it, it gives you credi- uh, credibility that you really don't deserve. Right, exactly. Uh, if you go to the SHOT Show and you're like, oh, I have a podcast. And you're like, 
uh, how many, they don't ask you how many people listen or anything like that. You just uh, suddenly you can talk to Ian Harrison and uh, people like that uh, in the industry, mm-hmm. and uh, Julie Golub and Jerry Midlick, and it's pretty cool. It is. It's fun. You get to meet a lot of cool people with this. And you can get people to send you stuff. That's that's cool too. I just wish it would the stuff yeah. would start slowly turning into checks. <laughs> well, you guys got uh, enough of an audience that I imagine that someday you can turn that into a check. We're so. s- we're slowly getting some. Yeah, we're getting there. I get free holsters. We get those. <laughs> yeah. hey, do you have a holster box yet? <laughs> I do have a holster box, but all of ah mother. Can you hear me? <laughs> so yeah, I've got a bo- I've got a box of holsters for sure, but they're did, all things that I actually use. Did you hear the explosion that happened right after, right before? No, I did kinda... did 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 your dog fall on your computer? Or what happened? Yeah, so I have a Great Dane, and uh-huh. he decided it would be funny to run straight through the wires that I have connected from oh. the wall to the computer. So all of a sudden, you heard oh, sh-, and. I didn't know. He caught the wires and my disconnect. Yeah, my computer and everything went flying. I'm lucky that this is still working because my USB uh, headphone adapter for the computer is all bent all to hell now. So, oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's great danger. Yes. Gotta love them. Love them to death. I've pulled a few great danger trailers in my lifetime. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So you got a (laughs) you got a holster box. (laughs) I do have a holster box. Uh, It's full of. uh, the stuff that I don't use, I gave away to, to listeners and things like that. And then I've got a bunch of holsters from my sponsor, Concealment Solutions. And then uh, the leather stuff I have is from Galco. Oh, cool. We've gotten, oh gosh. We got a lot of the, the Kydex. You know how everybody and their brother's making Kydex now. But yeah. we, we've found, we found a lot of little niche guys locally or either through YouTube or something that are making some really cool stuff that have been giving us stuff. Yeah. Lately, so. I almost have a holster for okay. every day of the week. Wow, that'd be cool. Are you still carrying the Glock 30? Yes, yeah, I'm still carrying that in the uh, the Savoy Leather Ron Burgundy holster. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, heck yeah. And then I uh, use. I'm waiting to get another uh, Ronin holster because that that's been my favorite Kydex hybrid one so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So are we going to ask no more questions? Or are we, yes, or... yes. I, I've okay, still got, cool. wait, yeah. hang on. I've got uh, $9.38 left on this call. So Sweet. We're going we're gonna to piece this interview together, whether we have to tape it together, <laughs> duct tape, and bailing wire. The Canadian, we'll just call Brian and say, hey, can you yeah. can you splice this together for us? Please. Uh, so next question is, oh, is there is there a gun now, or has there ever been a gun in your arsenal that you're there's a little bitty part of you that's kind of embarrassed to say you owned it? I, I no, I've I've always had been a man of uh, class okay. and taste, and no. so I've not had one that I was ashamed of. No high points, no nothing. I've not owned a high point. You know, I don't have any. If somebody had a high point, I don't have any problem with them owning a high point. I am no pretty much yeah. I mean, if they work. Like the the lady in Detroit that successfully used a high point carbine to defend her home, mm-hmm. it went bang when she pulled the trigger and they ran away. I mean, the only thing I have to say against them is they're like cinder blocks. But yeah, other than that, they're huge. You yeah. wouldn't want to necessarily carry one. No, but for a hundred uh, hundred and fifty yeah. bucks, that's an awesome night table gun that you can leave there and Absolutely. not worry about anything. All right, Mosin, don't come running this way again, please. <laughs> Get a little saddle for him. I I need one. 
Are going to let left hand ride them around? <laughs> I just came up with a great new YouTube. You just came up with a great new YouTube video idea. <laughs> That'd be awesome. His Great Dane, he's got one too. It's enormous. It's probably the biggest Great Dane I've ever seen. What's um, what's uh, left hand's Great Dane mean? Oshi. Oshi, okay. I don't know what it means, but Oshi. <laughs> I think he said it's some like medieval ghost or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. But he's deaf, so it's kind of interesting oh, to interact with him. Um, shooting next to his ear then. Oh, yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> He'd never know. What about any gun that you've had that you wish you had back? Oh, I wish I had the first one I ever owned back. My first pistol was a Springfield XD 45 Compact, oh, okay. which was pretty sweet. What did you get rid of that for? Uh, I traded it in on something else that I traded in on something else that I traded in on something else. So, it, you know, the guns that I don't have anymore. Uh, I, I wish I had that first one back. That was uh, a 10-round magazine, the flush fit, mm-hmm. and then... 13 rounds with the sleeve on it. Sure. It was pretty nice. I hadn't shot it was, that uh, one. It was, it's, it, it, it was, it's just a smidge bigger than the Glock 30. Okay. Like it's longer in the barrel length, but has the same standard capacity, 10 rounds. And then uh, it makes it into a kind of a full-size grip with the 13-round uh, magazine. Mm-hmm. It was, that would be a good truck gun. Are you allowed to carry in trucks? I didn't know if you could or not. It is completely legal to carry a firearm in a commercial vehicle. Oh, cool. And the rules are the rules are the same for driving in a car. And that's kind of what I explained in the show, is that it's completely legal. Now, of course, it may be prohibited by certain places that you might deliver, mm-hmm. like a military base or air secure area of an airport, a prison facility, things like that. But um, it, the rules are the same. So the, it, you have to become a kind of a mini-expert in the state laws. Right. Because, you know your permit is not good in every state because we don't have 50 state reciprocity. So part of my mission is to dispel the myth that it's illegal. And there's plenty of uh, truck stop lawyers out there that keep on spreading the the rumors that it is illegal because uh, the companies don't want you carrying a gun. They would rather that you die than than for them to be involved in a lawsuit where they would potentially have to reimburse uh, a family, you know, through liability or whatever. And so they 100% would rather have you dead because uh, one dead trucker is a lot cheaper than paying off a several million dollar lawsuit, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, but I value myself a lot, yeah. as you may have been able to tell from the interview. So, <laughs> yeah. Especially during the Brian part. Right. And if you're a, if you're a company driver, you, you, have, you have to make that decision whether you want to uh, follow your company's policy or if you'd rather protect yourself. And whether the risk of being caught with a gun in the truck, if you're careless, is greater than the chance that you might have to defend your life. So I, I, I'm cool with whatever people want to do. I'm just here to let people know how they can do it better if they do want to carry in a truck through their choice in concealed carry clothing or gun or holster and things like that. Cool. What about uh, on your bucket list of guns? What's next? Like, what's the next one you just know you got to have? Ooh, um, if I could have anything I wanted for reals, yeah, uh, HK MP5. There you go. <laughs> That's I've a got, common one got, on this show. Yeah, my master has one, which is cool. He's got a, He owns an HK MP5, and he gets got to shoot it with my ammo, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know what the rate of fire on that is? What's that? Uh, you know what the rate of fire on an HK MP5 is? I don't know what the rate of fire is, but I 
fired about, one in it's Georgia. About Seventeen dollars a minute. Yes, I can agree to that. I shot that. We sh- we got to shoot that one, and then the the G thirty six, which was my favorite. That, yeah. Oh, that it, was a fun gun to shoot. Those are cool. Yeah, the, the uh, actually seventeen dollars a minute would be very low. More like fifteen dollars a second. You know. Yeah. You can empty a magazine pretty quick. Those are those are awesome. I love the way that gun feels. It's fairly easy to control. You know, not a lot of muzzle rise. Nine mil. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is an HMK. The the it's snobby gun exudes. company. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want one though. So, yeah. I want two or three of them actually. Uh, it, but if I was going to an actual gun that I can actually obtain, it would be a uh, Nighthawk Custom uh, Costa Tactical for sure. Now, is 45. Nighthawk Custom the same Nighthawk Custom Training Academy? Nighthawk Custom Training Academy is associated with Nighthawk Custom, but only in that we uh, John shoots Nighthawk Custom guns, and uh, they put their name on the academy. They don't actually run it. Okay. There's that a is totally owned by John Holloway. There's a new um 1911 company here in Franklin, Tennessee that mm-hmm. I went by their little manufacturing area. I wouldn't say plant, it's not quite that big, but it is a sweet gun and I think that might be one of the next yeah. ones I get. It's uh Maximus Arms. Uh the first mm-hmm. one they came out with it was a Gladiator. And it's cool because they made sure all the parts and every all the production and everything equaled out to a retail price of seventeen seventy six. I'm like, oh, Ooh, nice. I'm like, cool. cool. Yeah, good good year. Well, the, one of the cool things about living in the unnamed state, or also known as Arkansas, is that it's Arkansas. pretty much the world center of of uh, the nineteen eleven. Yeah, because the Wilson's there, right? Up in Berryville. Yeah, Berryville, Arkansas, is like the world center of the custom nineteen eleven with Wilson Combat, uh, Les Bear. Les Bears there too? I believe so, yes. Wow. And And Nighthawk? Also, uh, Nighthawk Custom. Wow. That's cool. And so I I would love to have one, but I do not own one. And no, I don't get it. I I could maybe get a discount, but uh, it still would only get me on the waiting list. It's a two year waiting list to get a Nighthawk Custom right now. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, that Costa is pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. They had one. Where was I when I saw that one? Uh, I can't remember. Have you ever been to the um, Outpost Armory in Christiana? Okay. In fact, that well, may they, have been they, where I saw the Costa. That Costa is a nice 1911. Now, talking about training, you have got something coming up in the next week, right? Or is it two weeks? Yeah, by the time this comes out, mm-hmm. uh, May 17th and 18th, I'll be hosting Masada Ayub in Conway, Arkansas. And he'll be uh, teaching the MAG-20 Classroom Citizens Rules of Engagement. That basically teaches folks anything that they're going to need to know beforehand as far as the laws that apply for the judicious use of deadly force in a self-defense incident. That, that's one of our goal classes is to go do something with him at some point. I know we weren't able to do the one with you this year, but you said you were going to have one next year we're going to try to make. I'm sure there will be one next year. Uh, if, this one is uh, – I've sold out the, the live fire portion – uh, that I will be instructing mm-hmm. uh, that includes the marksmanship and uh, cover positions and stances and things like that. Uh, that one sold out, but uh, there are still a few seats left at, for the live, excuse me, for the classroom with Masada Yub, and uh, that can be registered by going to Nighthawk Cost, excuse me, NighthawkCustomTraining.com. That's May 17th and 18th in Conway. 
It's in the central portion of the state. So if anybody is in that part of Arkansas, we'd love to have you. It's going to be at the Microtel in its suites. And it's not that bad bad a drive as long as you get past Little Rock. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've driven to – I I used to drive for Interstate Distributor in Lebanon, in the Mount Juliet area. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right right between there, yeah. And uh, I forget what it was, four and a half hours from – from where I live to there, something like that, four, four, four and a half or five from Nashville area to Conway. It's not terrible, and it's totally worth it. I mean, um, this is an education in when you can use deadly force right. and whether you, or not you may decide. Uh, there are people who have decided not to carry a gun anymore because they couldn't really stomach the idea of what might happen afterwards. Yeah. As far as the the psychological damage that can occur. But, you know, the reason why you take a course like that is to prepare yourself mentally knowing what will happen and it can lessen the the blow of what might happen afterwards. Sure. And it's like we were joking earlier when we said after we took the the concealed carry class that you feel like, oh, I know everything there is to know about guns until you take that first training like this or some tactical training and then you're like, oh, my God, if I would have got into a firefight, I would have died. And yeah. it's kind of that realization moment of, I didn't know crap, and I need to keep training the rest of my life. And kind of like Paul Markle says, you know, be a student of the gun from the moment you pick one right. up. You know? I am not a, a proponent of mandatory training, but right. I think that anybody who is, and, you know, it'd be pretty self-serving if a person gets paid to train people, but um, <laughs> it, um, anybody who's an actual responsible person, it kind of, a logical, responsible person are inherently knows that they need some some training, okay? I wouldn't mm-hmm. go a, a brand-new Husqvarna chainsaw and think that I'm going to go chop down the first tree I see because I will lose a limb. Mm-hmm. I will bleed to death on my lawn if I try to do that. I, I need somebody to show me how to use this thing. Yep. I mean, you don't get into a car and just start driving it or an 18-wheeler, and, and uh, the first day you get an 18-wheeler, you're lucky if you move it 50 feet. <laughs> you need some you need some knowledge and, and i think that uh you know you you don't even need a high school education to drive a truck but you inherently know that you need training in order to do it and, 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 and go ahead if, if you have the power of life and death on your hip at any time don't you think you want to know when you can use that deadly force oh yeah and you want to end up end up as a jackass uh that uh ends up on the news Heck yeah. well, and using it, using your gun at the wrong time, and you be the guy, you're that guy that ruins it for the rest of us who are responsible. And I'm in the same boat, too. I don't feel that it should be mandatory for training, but for our cause and everybody out there listening, if you're sitting around, you just bought a Glock 19 and you think you're good to go, please, yeah. for, for the sake of gun rights, go get some training. It, I would encourage you to do that. And you yeah. don't have to do it with, with me. You can do it with Rob Pincus. You can do it with Gabe Suarez or any number of folks that are qualified to do that. My friend Bob Main is a great trainer. Don't do it you with know, us. <laughs> if you come, if you come, yeah, don't get. If, if you come to one of my classes, I'm not a tactical guy. You know, you're supposed to ask me if I have any law enforcement or military background. Mm-hmm. You forgot to ask me that. Well, I don't. Oh, I'm, yeah, I I'm do. just a guy that decided that I wanted to go take self responsibility for my personal protection, mm-hmm. and I've taken a lot of training and i'm good at it i mean i, I can i've learned how to shoot through the, the the uh 
the methods that are taught through Masada Youth Group. And he, he's given you five dollar uh, bills. I've gotten some five. I've got a five dollar bill. Okay. But I also know that there's folks out there that are intimidated by the the tactical operators, and I I like those guys too. But I'm the guy that will talk in plain language. I'm not going to call a dynamic critical than anything other than what it is. And it, it's an attack. It's fancy. You know, I'm I might have a dynamic privacy moment later when I take it. <laughs> you know, call, I, I call things what they are in, in plain language. Yes. Uh, I, Rob Pink says cool, uh, and I one of the guys that uh, I work with at the place that's hosting Mag Twenty is a combat focused shooting instructor. Oh, but, cool. Which one is he? Uh, his name is Tom DePriest. Yeah. Okay. And his uh, yeah, and he's at Shoot House USA. That's where we're holding it, and. Uh, I think all that stuff is cool, and uh, uh, I call my weapons platform a pistol. Mm-hmm. So my West weapon system, I call it a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it is. It's, yeah. it's cool for all. I love buzz buzzwords and jargon, and I do shave my head. Yeah, and uh, I understand what they're talking about. But look, I'm t- I like I like talk, but talking to truck drivers, and I want truck drivers to come out and uh, realize that they have every right in the world protect themselves as much as anybody else and uh, that's who i'd love to market to how do they sign up for the class again if you want to sign up for that i 20 classroom citizens rules of engagement you go to nighthawkcustomtraining.com cool. and that's the may 17th and 18th event in conway and and thank you so much for joining us here at the wink wink hint hint nra convention jazz yeah, I'm here from the floor of the NRA convention. I can barely see anybody. I do see the text, the uh, ballistic bouffant hovering above the rest of the crowd. That's awesome, the ballistic bouffant. Great, great. <laughs> and we do apologize. Um, we know one of the interviews you just heard before Chaz came on, uh, the audio got a little wonky. At some point between... One interview, another, the mixing board got messed with, so we had a couple of uh, interviews that were kind of cave moment sounding, um, and there will be a next week's show too. So, Yeah, the universe was conspiring to keep us apart. It couldn't happen. Uh, yeah. I think some, perhaps a, 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 a weird little man up in Illinois perhaps was <laughs> screwing with the iTunes feed or something <laughs> and the Skype, and it just... You can't make it. You can't. You cannot stop us. We're like we said. We're we're headed downhill on fire. No pants. And I paid money to do it. <laughs> exactly. All right, Chaz. Since you were going to be the end of the first part of NRA, we're going to let you do the sign off. And as always, keep your loved ones close and your firearms closer, and also your pistol greasy.